0: and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Got some very talented second-year wide receivers ready to make a big leap like Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and maybe even Sky Moore later on in drafts. And, and John Dots and Andre basically all of them. Uh, maybe Traylon Burks would still be part of this discussion. He does have a knee injury. He might be ready for week one. But there are other non year two wide receivers that could take the big leap and become breakouts in 2023. It is breakout episode number three of the day. Adam Azer, Dave Richard, Jamie Eisenberg. And here's the all in kid, Jake Seely at all in kid on Twitter, uh, fantasy writer for the athletic.
1: And uh, Jake, friend, friend of the program, welcome back. How are you? Yes. Oh, I appreciate it. That's what it means the most. Friend of you guys. Friend of the program.
2: Aww. There's, there's nobody better than See, Jake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, luck lies all around.
2: <laughs> Jakey Jake. There's nobody better than Jake. I think
0: friend Jake. of the program and friend <laughs> of us are different, but... Sure. Let's just, oh, wow. See, they're, they're, you know,
1: is that why you don't come to Flex anymore? It's yeah, not, you sell out. Just
0: pick the worst weekend for me. You pick the worst. I always have family in town when, when it's Flex weekend. I wish I could come. Well, you
2: know what it is, is Jake sends out the invite, and Adam goes, Hey, guys, uh, yeah, come up for the weekend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my my family's like, oh, when, I have should I conflict. Yeah, when should I come? have conflict. Yeah. When <laughs> should we come up to visit? Uh, I haven't gotten the email from Jake yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> anyway, um,
2: everybody. Well, never come out with us.
0: Are you on board with this year two breakout? <laughs>
1: Garrett Wilson. Uh, oh, Garrett Wilson? Absolutely. No question about it. Uh, I'm just going to go through all of them. But that's easy. I'm going to go
0: through okay. all of them. Garrett Wilson. Everybody yeah. on board? Okay.
3: Of course. Yes. Yes.
0: Christian Watson.
3: Yes. yes. Very much so.
0: Chris Olave.
3: Yes. Yes. yes.
0: Uh, Drake London. No. At the right
1: Not price. as emphatically yes, but yes.
2: At the right price,
0: yes.
1: Okay, yes. agree with Jamie.
0: What's the right price? What the price is right for Drake London?
3: Uh, round um, five my wide
1: receiver three. Yeah, the, yeah. Jamie, kind of same thing. Wide receiver three if I can get it. Wide receiver mm-hmm. two if I'm running back heavy.
3: Yeah, that's fair. fair. Uh, Jamison Williams. No. Uh,
2: <laughs> second half breakout.
3: Yeah, how good is he? Very gonna late be? round pick. Round 11-plus. Like, yeah.
1: How good is he going to be in the second half? I I was him uh, uh, I've been here
2: before, right?
1: Yeah. My bigger funny. concern is I would prefer if he was hurt because you can't stash him on your IR if you have
2: IR. He actually is hurt now, but you still can't stash him. He hurt himself. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: good time to get hurt, though, for him.
1: Jahan Dotson. Emphatically, 1,000 million percent, yes. Wow.
2: I got yeah, right. that. You know, <laughs> we that. Uh, we did a draft last night <laughs> on our live stream where – it was uh, Jahan Dotson was drafted at Ed Terra the first time I've seen that. Yeah. so I do not I d I don't I don't buy that yet, but I mean look, he's got he's got as as much upside as McLaurin and, and he may end up being better.
3: I literally just drafted Jahan Dotson. Round eight, pick four. Damn. It's great value. Love Twelve it. team
0: league. So, so what do you got, Jake? Uh, why agree. are you emphatically,
1: phenomenally, <laughs> amazingly so, so he was part of my uh, breakout piece, and then I took it a step further because Nando wa- DeFino, Nando friend of the show as well, friend of all of ours, uh, wanted me to do bold predictions. <laughs> Bold predictions, and my bold prediction for a wide receiver was Jahan Dawson as a top 10 wide receiver. Of course, it is super bold, but I give the reasons why, and the reason why is this. Uh, It goes actually two-part with Sam Howell. I compared Sam Howell coming out of college to Ben Roethlisberger, though I think he's going to throw 4,500 yards, 30, 35 touchdowns. No, but the similarities, and before everybody loses their mind and cuts off your program when I'm about to say this, I am not calling him Antonio Brown. But I am saying, stylistically, if you want Sam Howell to take that step and be the quarterback, Jahan Dotson's style, what he brings, similarly to Tyler Lockett, his teammate Ty- Terry McLaurin has some similarities, all those names, Sam Howell and Jahan Dotson fit better as he could be his one. I think Terry McLaurin's peaked, and I think Dotson fits better, and he was already the best end zone threat last year, even with Terry McLaurin. So I just I think there is easily top 20 upside. Okay, and you do
0: have him. You have him ranked ahead of McLaurin? Yep. Okay. So wow. It's very, it's super
1: close. Super close, though.
0: Uh, yeah, and boy, if there was ever a, a route in a preseason game that could sell me on a player, it was what Jahan Dotson did over the weekend. He absolutely humiliated somebody. It was terrific. Um, all right, let's keep going here down the list of your two wide receivers. Do we buy the breakout? And where am I? Am I at doubt- Traylon Burks? <laughs> Is that before today? No, I think, I think you know, this could be an opportunity for him to be a super late-round pick. I mean, you might be able to get him in round 12 or something in a
2: 12-team league now. Uh, the value is already incredible. So, yeah, any, any later that you yeah. get him, it's, it's, it's great.
3: He I went in round value, 9, yes. pick 10 in the draft that I'm in as we sit here.
0: And who did he go ahead of?
3: He went ahead of Zaf- – or who did he go ahead of? I'm sorry. He went ahead of Elijah Moore, Nico Collins, Rashad Bateman, Romeo Dobbs. Jameson Williams, we just talked about him. DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, do I need to keep going?
1: No. Uh, mm, that's, he's, the upside's greater than all those, which is why it is great value. You should be going there. Obviously, there's more risk than some, but the upside's significantly more. All right, that's Traylon Burks. Does anybody
0: see like a big, impactful season from George Pickens or Sky Moore? Top 24, mostly starting every week from Pickens or Sky Moore
3: more more than Pickens. They're close for me, Dave. Uh, I, I love Pickens, um, but I, I love more too. I, I think that they're both going to have p- good volume. That'll make them at worst number three receivers in fantasy. I think Pickens has it in his profile, especially with the touchdowns that he can make a uh, low end number two wide receiver. Happy to take him in round seven.
1: I, I worry Don't about the volume for, for Pickens. Go, go ahead, Jimmy.
2: I no, no I, 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 I think that's just the biggest issue. You know, he's he's at best, I think, probably averaging five targets a game. I mean, Deontay Johnson's going to obliterate him in targets. And Pat Friermuth may be close to him. And so, you know, in an offense that we're going to find out quickly what the Steelers' offense looks like because, I, I mean, the first preseason game, they were very pass-heavy. And we talked about this, Adam, recently that prior to Kenny Pickett's concussion, which kind of coincided with T.J. Watt coming back, but it kind of just went into – Let's play defense and run the ball. Um, they're they're going to trust Kenny Pickett more. To what extent, though, that's going to, I think, d- depend where you what you think of George Pickens. He's been a highlight reel in training camp with a lot of push-offs and a lot of offensive pass interference <laughs> to get uh, the, the plays that he's been making. And the safety in the preseason game took a terrible route to allow him to score a 33-yard touchdown on his long catch. Uh, but I think, you know, if you're looking at the two receivers in Pittsburgh, three targets to Deontay Johnson, one target to George Pickens – Expect that a lot,
3: a 3-1 to one race. I don't think it'll be 3-1 to one at all. Did you say he ran a bad route? <laughs> no, no, the, no safety. the safety took a terrible oh, route. Oh, yeah, the sense. safety was awful. And and listen, all credit where it's due, or, or blame, or whatever the hell I'm trying to say, Pickens was not fast racing to the end zone. He didn't so, need to be. He, he was
0: cruising. He was like, I'm, I'm gone. Maybe. That's fine. Nah, Look, I,
3: I love the contested catches. I love the playmaking ability. I think in year two, he takes a big step forward. Same thing with Kenny Pickett. And, you know, I, I did some research looking at Deontay and how inexplosive he's been, unexplosive he's been. I swear, I talk for a living. Um, he's He has not been an explosive receiver. He really wasn't last year. Um, the year before, we could say, well, Roethlisberger was under center. That's why he just didn't get the chance. I think that's just what he is, is a short area target who doesn't make a ton of explosive plays. And now, not only can Pickens make those explosive plays, laugh all you want. Allen Robinson's another short area target. Fryermuth Muth is a short and intermediate target. They might spread the ball around more than, than you might expect. And I'm kind of nervous about Deontay. We've talked about this.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm, well, I'm nervous about the entire crew. If you took talent alone, it's Pickens. Uh could not agree more with Jamie. And actually uh, I, I go with Dave is in coupling the arguments together. That usage and it's only week one of the preseason that, that, probably could mean nothing, or could mean nothing. We'll see in week two. But to rotate all three, including Allen Robinson, through there, and then you add Fryermouth and you add Najee Harris and Jordan Warren out of the backfield, I think Sky Moore steps into the Juju Smith-Schuster role and yes, has that's more happening. upside than Juju. Yeah, exactly. And what does it come down to? If it's if it's two uncertainties, and we're kind of predicting, hopefully they're you know Skymore's number two. We're hoping that George Pickens is one or two. I want to go down in the quarterback, and it's by a mile, and it has to do with you know Patrick Mahomes, but it also has to do with I'll happily be wrong on this. I don't think Kenny Pickett has it, and that's what it really comes down to as well.
0: Yeah, I should mention I did mention on uh, the Wednesday morning show that uh, Kadarius Tony's timetable is uncertain. They certainly did not commit to him being ready for Week One. So um, the reports were that they expect him to be ready for week one, but I think it was their GM chiefs GM spoke today and, and didn't commit to that. Jamie read something. Uh, what was it? Arrowhead pride. It was, uh, yeah. Said they wouldn't be surprised if he got activated off pup and then put on short-term IR. I don't, or IR. So um, I don't I think that's, but anyway, keep that in mind for sky Uh Let's play a game of uh, second year receiver versus old veteran. Uh, oldish veteran. Garrett Wilson or Devontae Adams?
3: Wilson. Hmm. I take Adams by a hair. It's Adams.
0: Uh, Chris Olave or T. Higgins?
1: <laughs> I have him back to back. Higgins, one spot over Olave. Same.
2: I believe I have Olave over Higgins.
0: Christian Watson or Keenan Allen?
2: Watson. Allen and PPR. Watson
3: in every other format Watson in every format
0: Jahan Dotson or Marquise Brown mm.
3: Dotson, Dotson. Oh, I'm, I feel dirty <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to say it? Are you going to make me say it? Yeah Brown over Dotson
0: okay. How about uh, Drake London or DeAndre Hopkins? Hopkins. Hopkins Hopkins Drake London or Terry McLaurin
1: London. Ooh, London by I think one spot if I'm thinking correctly off the top of my head.
3: I have McLaurin one spot ahead of London.
0: All right, last one: George Pickens or Michael Pittman? Michael Pittman.
3: Uh, Pickens. I have Pickens over Pittman.
0: Okay, uh, we'll take a quick break here and come back and we'll talk about Jerry Judy and some others on this list. Um, and we will be right back. Before we do that, though, I want to tell everybody there's something you've heard about the FFT Open. We've already sold out our spots on that. There used to be something called the FFT Open that's now renamed Fantasy Football Today Championship, I believe we're calling it. And it's like our guy, Casey Simons, he runs it, we're raising money for St. Jude, and it's going to be an optional donation to be in these leagues, but we'd appreciate it. So there's going to be a Google form. I'm going to have it posted in our Facebook group, among other places. But over the next week or so, going to be getting everybody in so you have two options you can either be in a managed 12 team league that casey runs a tournament for um where you know all the it's kind of like scott fishbowl kind of like the fft open where eventually there's a one champion but you'll be in a 12 team league or you can be in the best ball tournament and casey runs that as well so you can tell him which you prefer um you know we can raise a lot of money for saint jude You don't have to donate, but we'd appreciate it. We'll give you a link to donate. And um, yeah, that's coming up. So just be on the lookout for that. I think think it might be pinned in our Facebook group. If not, it will be. If you're interested in competing against other FFT listeners and viewers, that is right up your alley. We'll take a quick
2: break and be right back. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too.
3: the chilling new original docu-series on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending 12 and 15,000 dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.
0: Right, almost everybody on the list is a year-two wide receiver. So um, <laughs> how, about, how about Jerry Judy, Dave? He's not. He's year four now, right? And he was on our breakouts list last year. And he had kind of a sneaky breakout because he left three games super early. And in the other games that he didn't leave early, he averaged over 15 PPR fantasy points per game. More than Jalen Waddell averaged for the full season. More than, I think, Devontae Smith. Um, so he had a good year. Maybe people don't realize it. But you love Jerry Judy, so discuss.
3: High target per route run rate. We're talking about 22.3% in his last five. It's the same that he had in his first 10 games. I think Sean Payton knows the best way to use Judy is just by giving him routes that he's best at. And he's a really good route runner. And I think he's just going to lead the Broncos in targets. I think they're going to have to throw a little bit more than they want to. And I think he's got a shot to put up career best numbers. His career best numbers to beat. It's not that high. It's 67 catches. It's just over 1,000 yards. It's six touchdowns. So if he gets 1,100, 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns, that's a new career high for Jerry Judy. I think he can get there, uh, assuming that he stays healthy.
0: Anyone not feeling it with Judy?
3: Mm,
1: Maybe slightly better. I'm not seeing a big breakout. Uh, Not that I disagree with David. Jerry Judy is the player. It just... I still have concerns that I was champion has like, Hey, I'll take last year's trash of Russell Wilson. Now that Sean Payton can probably get a little bit more out of him, but so far it hasn't looked great. You know, I'm not closing the book yet. I just Russell Wilson at least through that first week and what we've seen out, off season so far, it doesn't look like he's that much better than he looked last year. It looked like he just ha- might've hit the wall.
2: It all comes down to how you feel about Russ. It really does. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. if, if you watch him play, he's Jerry Judy. He's great it's is is russell wilson going to at all look like he did in his seattle days and, and look the, the last two games were were much better um but is is that what we're gonna see because the first preseason game was not encouraging and i know they were missing malvinci and you know they're still working on some things and so take that for what it's worth uh but that's not i think what's what sean Payne signed up for and I, i'm gonna guess that he's you know not happy with the performance so far. The, the the nice takeaway is the touchdown that that Russell Wilson threw to go to Jerry Judy it was against probably like you know fourth string corner that's not making the team. I'm
3: surprised you're not bringing <laughs> up the drop that Judy had. Well, that's I
2: mean look that's far. part of that that's part of his game. You know he's not he's not without flaws, but it's uh it it it's a pretty good place to be if you get him at the right price. You know I I, I think the people that are in on Judy are going to take him in round three. You know especially when you start to see we see this all the time, Adam, in, in almost every draft. We talk about this average drafters. Once you get past Higgins and and uh, Olave. Those are pretty much the two Smith 11, Smith Higgins, Olave, whatever order yep. beginning part and round two, beginning part of round three. That's where the missing is. The good news. End.
1: He's not bailing on routes. Like Cortland Sutton's doing. So that's at least yeah. a good thing. right.
2: Right. But I, I think that the, <laughs> there was the, one the of those in the game. The, if you're, if, if we're comparing Judy to Cortland Sutton at this point, we've lost on Jerry Judy. I think the thing, <laughs> no. the thing that, that, that you're getting into, it's that round three, four wide receiver range. And I got this question, uh, Adam by our buddy, Josh, um, uh, over at Hugo Boss, who asked, uh, he's got the, uh, first pick in a keeper league. And he was looking at, um, he asked me about, does should go Christian Watson at the turn? And I said, who's available? And he said, Judy and Keenan Allen and, and, and these guys. And he's like, I I just want the upside of Christian Watson. So like you buy into something like that. Do you buy into Calvin Ridley? Do you buy into, you know, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, the guys that were, I I think a lot of people are split on. Um, that's where Judy lives, you know, in, in that range. Mm -hmm. But you you got to tell me if you're taking him ahead of those guys. I'm. I'm not no. taking him. I'm not taking him ahead of uh, Ridley. I'm not taking him ahead of those other three that I mentioned. But he's right after. Well,
1: that. here, Adam, I so. have one. Can I, th- can I? throw out a toss Please. up to them? Tyler Lockett or Jerry Judy?
2: I got to go, Judy. That's Ooh. Judy by a mile for me.
0: Yeah, really? ADP. They're they're not even close. I think. I, mean, I don't know what you use for ADP. Everybody uses different sources. On Fantasy Pros, Judy's RB twenty three. And Lockett is RB 30, but significantly lower. It'd be more like, for us, it'd be more like Metcalf versus Judy. Um, really? Yeah. And we're high on Judy. I mean, I'd want to come away with him in my draft. I feel, I feel good about him because you said, Jamie, it's how you feel about Russell Wilson. Well, Russell Wilson was so bad last year, and I already told you what Jerry Judy did when he was healthy. 15, the last five games were great. Not just that, but for the whole season,
1: other than those so three what games. Is, so what is it about Lockett? Is it Geno or is it Lockett?
3: It's, it's everybody it's else in that it's offense. It's, it's not Gino. JS. It's JSN. I it's think. JSN. And he's thirty-one, or he's thirty, or thirty-one. He's thirty-one. Mm, I don't even care about his age as much. I, look, I love Lockett. I think he's a great value. I don't. You know, we're talking about breakouts. He's not a breakout. He's broken out. No, all the time. of course. He's like he's like the best value every year. Like we used to say it about Jarvis Landry. Right. Now it's Tyler Lockett. Um, and he's outscored Metcalf each of the last two years on a per game basis. But it's just the new direction that Seattle's going in. JSN is there two running backs that they drafted who can catch balls out of the backfield. They still have Walker. I'm a little worried about him getting the same type of target volume. He's like right around what, like seven targets per game, seven and a half per game. I don't know if he can get quite that high. I think Judy can get that high.
1: Hey, I have no problem with downgrading Lockett off of last year. I, I guess just I have them a lot closer than you guys do.
2: Oh, I don't think it's downgrading from last year. It's, it's downgrading from this year. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's just mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's this is not Gino's not good. This is is Gino and this offense going to support all three guys. So if you're down completely on one, which I don't know if you are, Jake, if you're down on Metcalf, you're down on Smith and Jigba, which totally makes sense. Oh, then Smith Lockett, and Jigba. Then, then, then it's fine. Then you're going to be in the Lockett camp. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's probably where you and I are different. Like, I, I think Lockett's going to be okay. Like, I, don't, I don't want to run away mm-hmm. from Lockett because Smith and Jigba, but I think that's just a significant problem. We've never seen this in Tyler Lockett's time there, certainly DK Metcalf's time there, that a third receiver has this talent. And it's not just the three of Don't them. Don't disagree. He was, he it, was my top it, wide receiver, so I think the risk it's, is there. It, but it's, but it's, it's not like they're, the minimal passes that will go to the running backs will still be there. The minimal passes to the tight ends will still be there. It's just now you're cannibalizing all three of these guys. Like The thing I like to say with the 49ers and Seahawks, they're such a victim of their own success. There's a lot of mouths yeah. to feed in just a very good scenario. It's, like, it's, it's tough yeah. for fantasy. I and think I'm,
3: it's worth pointing out, and, and Jake, I think this will make you smile. In the draft I'm in right now, Judy went with the first pick in round five. Lock it the fourth pick Amen. in round five.
0: All right, see, listen, I, no I got. I got to ask that. you guys I about. Both. I got to ask you guys about one more potential breakout here, DJ Moore. Who sees it? Who sees <laughs> a big year? I hey, see what? Did you see that
1: that catch and run? Huh? <laughs> Wasn't even a here's throw? the thing. Uh, no, I'm laughing because this is kind like of like breakout from. The breakout from what? He's already been great like it's just the Mm. touchdowns weren't there like i go back to i used to say every single year it's like i'm done trying to figure out dj Moore week in and week out if he's going to finish 10th or 40th he's just he's gonna be wide receiver 20 for me every single week because i'm not trying to predict the variance I have no problem with him, the Bears. I think he's going to be around wide receiver 20 again, which is a bounce back from last year. He's going to get all the volume. Uh, I think Justin Fields was fine, even if he doesn't take a step forward to get him back to being wide receiver 20. Like, I'm not not concerned about D.J. Moore, but I don't think, what is he breaking out to? Like, he's going to get 1,400 yards and six touchdowns? Like, I just think he's going to bounce back.
3: That would be a career year for him, obviously. He had 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns would be a career year. Look, he's only had one year with more than 120, or two, two years with over 120, one year with more than 140 targets. I think that's on the plate for him. I just think that he's just going to get a ton of volume in Chicago. And Fields has, forget about the preseason game, because that's, that's not an indication of what Fields is. I, th- I think Fields has looked good for the most part. I was there in June. He had some bad throws. A lot of young quarterbacks do. But he's not the mess that he was as a passer last year and certainly as his rookie year. And I think D.J. Moore with a floor of 14 PPR points per game could break out and could, be, could outperform an ADP of round five, which is where I got him in today's draft. I'm a
1: wide game. receiver in 19. Are you higher or lower, Dave? I'm higher. Okay.
0: D.J. Moore. Uh, yeah, very different backgrounds for Jake Seeley and Jay- Jamie
2: Eisenberg. <laughs> listen, listen. I have the best background on our show. It's just uh, that I right
0: disagree. I, you, we, I think we should be able to pick Jamie's background.
2: I also No, my background is my background <laughs> is perfect. It will go back up by the end of the day tomorrow.
0: I also think like I want to get a bookshelf, but I don't want to read any books and I certainly don't want to buy any books. So I think that I would like to make or I would like some company <laughs> to do, make a, Do you see a book behind no, me? But Jamie's you see a got single? a bookshelf. Jamie's got a bookshelf.
2: So <laughs> yeah, but the bookshelf, the books so first off, so this is this is unfortunately I got to move this again, um, uh, in in a few months, um, but the book. So I have books uh, down at the bottom of the thing, mostly most at the bottom of the bookshelf, mostly because of I needed a place to put them. It wasn't for anything for, for our show purposes. Right. The
1: books I see going what's back. hiding at the bottom of my bookshelf is comics. <laughs> DuckTales, of course. <laughs> I, I just course. have a
0: genius idea, and anyone, you're, you're free to steal it because I'll never put it into motion. I, I, I like to say that I invented Netflix because when I was a kid, I said, man, Blockbuster should really just deliver. And then Netflix came along, and I lost billions of dollars. But
2: You're like uh, Seth Green <laughs> in The Italian Job.
0: Sure. But my idea is to sell <laughs> a bookshelf that has fake books on it, that has just the covers of the books, to make it look like you've read them, and they come with the bookshelf. It's already assembled that way, and you look well-read, and it's a can nice... You, can you open piece. it up
1: to storage behind the books?
0: Because that would be great. Well, now we get a $2 billion idea. I love it, Jake. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, great stuff. Thank you for the breakout, wide receivers, and... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thomas Schaefer. I want a company to build a bookshelf with fake books built in it. That is my idea. Uh, Ptm, just like the breakouts. Uh, anyway, uh, that's Jake Sealy. Follow him at all in Kid. Check out his stuff on the Athletic. And we've got Tara Roberts in five minutes coming on to talk breakout tight ends, if that even should be plural. Gotcha. All right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you then on Fantasy I, I Football. I
2: think, uh, as, as Nando told me, Jake is doing such a great job. You can talk about ducks all you want.
3: Later <laughs>